This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. That's why this audience is gonna have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room, Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, we're gonna get to, we got Naomi Wolf, and I gotta tell you uh, some bad news. Mandates and mass mandates are starting to come back. We're gonna get to that in a second. I wanna get Crom, Carmichael, we're a little jammed in the first hour. Of course, we're doing the pregame of what's gonna happen in Atlanta tonight. Caroline Wren's gonna be with us shortly to go through that. Uh, Crom, we need Lionhearts, and we need those Lionhearts to man the ramparts. How are we gonna make sure they're healthy Lionhearts, sir? Hey, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. I just want to ask you, when you look at me, do you see a difference? Do you see any difference in me? Because there is a big one. Big one is I had a birthday three days ago and I'm 75 now. I started taking the active ingredient in soul tea, started taking it 20 years ago. My doctor 20 years ago told me that I had moderately high cholesterol. He was going to put me on a statin drug. And I told him, I said, doc, I said, Look, we just started making an extract that is supposedly helps lower cholesterol. So I started taking it, and my bad cholesterol went from 130 to 89. It's been under 90 ever since I take zero, zero prescription drugs. And so I'm proud to say I'm 75 and drug-free in this pharmaceutical and, um, and I And I think that a lot of the reasons that I am drug-free, pharmaceutical-free, is because of the active ingredient in our product, Solty, which which we make, we have a proprietary process, and we extract a particular molecule from fresh green tea. We ferment the tea. We extract theoflavin. Theoflavin in fresh green tea has a, is at, in there at a one percent concentration. Our extraction process brings it up to twenty two percent, and it is that it is that active ingredient that we put in soft gels. And if you take two soft gels of Solty a day. And if you take it over a long period of time, and this is this is about taking care of your heart and your cardiovascular system over the long term. This isn't a short term solution. This is like taking your vitamin A and your vitamin C and all the other things that help keep you healthy. And so and the way to get it is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And that'll take you to our website, to Soul Tea. And, and if you use the code WARROOM at checkout, that's WARROOM at checkout, then you get a special discount on your initial shipment of 50% off. And then on an ongoing basis on your subscription, you get three bottles for the price of two. And we always pay the freight. And um, I like to think of myself as our very best customer. I'm certainly our longest term customer. It's been a great benefit to me. And I really encourage the posse to take care of their heart and their cardiovascular system over the long term. And once again, Steve, you do a great job, a great service for our country. And I appreciate you so much letting me uh, share about Soul Tea on your broadcast. No, we thank you. We need our we need our audience to man the ramparts and they need to have healthy hearts. Crom, happy belated birthday. You don't look a day older. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank, thank you. Hardest working guy I know. 
Naomi Wolf, as we uh, on a on a day of uh, of uh, that will go down in history. Uh, many other things are happening that are really signal, not noise, because this is just all nonsense, right? This this is just all the passing storm. Uh, you delivered another report that I was able to review today from the Daily Cloud people, and I found it ironic. On that very day, we're now being inundated with, uh, you know, universities requiring Rutgers, Morris Brown, I think, in Atlanta requiring masks, uh, Lionsgate Studios, a bunch of, I think, another two dozen uh, institutions a day required masks. I sent you the Reuters story. Uh, the CDC, your favorite, is saying there's a new strand and wait for it. It may infect vaccinated people. Naomi, people have really depended upon you and looked to you and the Daily Cloud team and what you've done on the documents, the documented evidence from Pfizer we were able to get from the courts and now Moderna. Just put it in perspective. What exactly is happening? What's going to happen? And what does your continued research show us what the truth is, ma'am? So... Sadly, this day is predictable. I mean, it will definitely go down in history. In February of this year, um, most of the institutions that had um, mandated, which is a word that doesn't really have legal meaning, masks, um, universities, businesses, healthcare establishments, at least in the state where I live, um, dropped them. And so it's now the end of August. So we've had a couple of seasons of living as free people, um, able to make our own decisions about what goes on our faces, which is a pretty intimate uh, choice to make. And I don't need to remind this audience that um, masks have been proven, except for N95 masks, uh, masks have been proven to not protect you from COVID and from other infections. Um, and some of the things that do uh, protect you like ventilation um, are really not discussed because that's not the point. So you really need to think about masking and the reintroduction of masking because this um, drip drip in the news should be really familiar to us by now. It's it's now created by AI, right? It's first one little story about one little university. Now, you know, yesterday there were maybe five stories about five different businesses and institutions. Now there's whole states, you know, and uh, 10 stories in legacy media. So that's not human editors and publishers at CNN or NPR thinking, gee, we really need to write a story about masks because some objective change in the actual lived environment, which is how journalism used to work. It's really AI and it's AI handed down from beyond these um, individual human editors and publishers, because as we saw with all of the pandemic messaging, COVID lockdowns, uh, vaccine mandates, the message is the same in 182 languages simultaneously around the world. And that's what you're seeing with this reintroduction of this variant of concern narrative, um, the variant heiress, other variants that are being covered um, in these uh, news outlets. They're, they're happening around the world um, in identical language. Uh, so I just want people to note that because that's a psychological warfare technique now. I mean, it's kind of a drumbeat of propaganda, a music of propaganda that isn't even human now. It's meant to play on your anxieties and to get you to bypass that prefrontal cortex where your reasoning is, uh, your uh, volition, your discernment, and go right to that reptile brain of survival instinct, flight or fight, um, which leads you to make dumb decisions or to uh, bow to uh, authoritarians. 
So the other thing I want to mention about the drumbeat of now it's masking here, now it's masking in Hollywood, now it's masking at the historically black colleges, um, now, you know, now Rutgers is reintroducing a vaccine mandate now, you know, and, and the phrasing, right, CNN, NPR, is it time to put masks back on? Should we worry about COVID? What I call the totalitarian we, right? In a free society, you worry about your face and your breathing and your health. I'll worry about my face and my breathing and my health. And there isn't a we that's a collective that makes decisions for all of us. Um, but I want to tell people about an experiment that's very relevant right now. In 1967, uh, at the University of Pennsylvania by uh, Martin Seligman and a uh, created the notion that we now know as learned helplessness. And basically, first he trained these dogs to take an action and then get a reward or get a shock. And then he uh, gave the dogs uh, a punishment not related to their actions. So eventually the dogs gave up because they assumed they'd be punished anyway. Um, the dogs stopped connecting cause and effect and they just stopped trying. They um, they they yielded uh, to the inevitable um, because there was no cause effect that they were experiencing. Um, so I bring this up because humans also yield to learned helplessness. And so we've had a shock. You know, the shock started in 2020. It was very traumatic, very um, damaging psychologically. I've talked about how. Uh, isolation changes the brain. That's why there are laws against keeping prisoners isolated for too long. It can create mental illness, psychosis. Um, that was a shock. Uh, being masked is traumatic. Being masked is super traumatic for children. It's very traumatic for people who are victims or survivors of sexual assault. Um, it can be traumatic for asthmatics, people who struggle to breathe, people who struggle with mobility. Um, but it's it's also traumatizing to be in a dehumanized environment where you can't see anyone's facial expressions. You can't tell, so traumatizing for children. You can't, they can't tell who's friendly, who's unfriendly, who's smiling and benign, who may be threatening. These are cues, facial cues we evolved over millennia, Steve, to pick up from other human beings based on seeing their faces. It's so primal. And when you can't see anyone's face, um, that creates a state of disorientation and vulnerability, psychological vulnerability. That's why, um, you know, headsmen are masked, right? That's why in cults, uh, when there are rituals, secret societies, people are masked. Um, you know, slaves uh, had um, devices put over their faces as punishment. I mean, it's it's very standard to, I mean, veiled women, we used to know what that meant, right? In countries where women have no rights, they're not seen as individuals, they're not seen as people, their faces are masked. And, you know, lots of Muslim women defend or support covering their hair. They see that as a uh, religious uh, choice. But no Muslim women I've ever heard from voluntarily say they want to cover their faces. They want to be masked, kept from human contact, from expression, from speech being easy. That's the real intention of these masks. It has nothing to do with COVID. You know, it has nothing to do with the narrative, which is we need you to not get sick. Nonsense. That's been thoroughly debunked. And it isn't even the point, right? If you know, there's a lot of flu or, or COVID at your child's school. In the past, you would make your decision about keeping that child home from school, giving that child vitamins, et cetera. 
Um, this is about this, the secondary side effects of masking are the primary goal to disorient us, to muffle our speech, to make it hard for us to communicate at town hall meetings or at protests, right? Literally to stifle our voices, to disorient us, to drive us indoors, right? It's, it's very, uh, the only way you get relief from a masked classroom or a masked church or library is to go home and get on your device, right? Well, that way reality can be filtered through a digital world. I wrote about this in the bodies of others. That way, Amazon and uh, Zoom and Facebook and Twitter are up 23% net revenue and Microsoft and, uh, you know, everything Bill Gates owns because you're at their disposal. That way they're harvesting your data. Um, that's the world they want, a world in which we can't breathe freely. We can't express ourselves. And we're, we're racing to come inside and get on our devices all by ourselves because they can control what we see, what we read, how we express ourselves, uh, to whom we speak, and they can surveil us. Um, so that's what I have to say about the return of masking. And I hope that no one will be fooled. fooled. Um, I mean, this time around, we know better. And I, I would really say to people, you know, if they bring back mandated vaccines and masking at your son's or daughter's high school or college, remove that person. I mean, it's not always easy to drag young adults away from what they've chosen to do. But, you know, if, if a, a store mandates masking or doesn't let you in if you're not vaccinated, take your business elsewhere um, and always go back to the legislature. We still live in a free society if we choose to be active. And Daily Clout has protected 33 states at this moment because we passed the Five Freedoms Act bill in 2021 in 33 states and one of the uh, aspects of the bill is no mask mandates so those states will find it a lot harder to coerce um, those citizens into masking so i just want i'll stop there but i just want to say you know this is absolutely no 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 but but right after right but but you were the leader that's how we first met you is about these mask mandates but from the mask that then are going to come the jabs at first they're going to just have it on msnbc and nonstop. Well, you know, this is a new strain, and have you gotten uh, have you gotten your booster? Have you gotten your latest jab? That's all next, is it not, ma'am? And my question to you is: Hasn't your research proved that th these vaccines are a little hinky? <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. Um, I mean, Pfizer is down eighty nine percent in its manufacturing demand because. Uh, the word has gotten out largely thanks to this platform and this posse um, that these injections are sort of criminally dangerous, if not fatal. Um, you're, you're right to bring that up, uh, Steve, because that is next, of course. This is a bad theme music of a bad opera, and we've sat through it before against our will. And this is the overture, you know, oh, the masking, the new variant, the new variant. And I spoke about how there's um, a drumbeat of a new variant because there's a because these these uh, two companies have lost a gigantic chunk of their market share. Their investors are are pulling out. Their sh uh, shareholders are pulling out, and uh, as a result, they need some new business. So the only way to do that is to scare everyone to introduce a new variant. How can you check that? You can't, um, and call it a variant of concern and whatever that means, and say there's an uptick, whatever that means. Um, and then to uh, remember it's been pre-approved without any testing to show that it's safe to be injected, this new vaccine, 
to treat this new variant because the FDA advisory panel in June pre-approved whatever uh, next booster would be created by the pharmaceutical companies. And, and they kind of pre-rubber stamped it through the FDA without any trials showing that it's safe. So, you know, the last booster was was tested on eight mice. There have been no human beings to my, you know, as far as I understand this process that have shown that this new booster, whatever it's made of, whatever is in it, um, is safe, uh, let alone effective for human beings. And we've shown that the last set of injections were neither safe nor effective, and that Pfizer knew that before they rolled it out. But um, Naomi, Na Naomi, as, as, as bad as that process, how do you pre-approve, how do you pre-approve a booster or vaccine, or how do we get into the pre-approval? Do they have to bring any data, any research, any update at all? They just pre-approve it. Okay, you guys run with it. Get the get the new booster ready for the uh, for the for the new variant. So the FDA, it's such an interesting game of um, the 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 buck doesn't stop with anyone. The buck gets passed among these different entities. So the FDA tasks the FDA advisory panel on vaccines with um, recommending or not recommending. And the FDA advisory panel is a bunch of pharmaceutical lapdogs, uh, and they've gone kind of more shameless than, to my knowledge, they've been before in recommending in advance, which I don't even understand the mechanics of it. You know, in June, they recommended in advance that the next formulation be approved. That doesn't mean it is approved. Now the FDA has to approve it again for an emergency use authorization, but that's what you're hearing the rollout language preparing you for. Like if out of the blue, um, without, you know, there was none of this propaganda, none of this AI language saying new variant, now there's masking, be scared. Um, then if in October, they came out with a new injection, these disgraced pharmaceutical companies and add Novavax, um, then people would be like, what are you talking about? There's nothing wrong. I don't see anyone getting sick. I'm fine. But that's not going to work. They have to sell this new injection in order to stabilize the crashing of the valuation and the uh, revenues of their companies. Um, so okay. their how, laptops... How we're, we're, we're going to get to your I've only got so much time. We're going to get to your study. I want to get to that in a second, but I need you for guidance. What should people be doing now? Should they be contacting their congressman? Should they be contacting Daily Cloud to find out who they talk to at the state level? How do people, you know, bind together to make sure that we don't go down the same? Because you can see all the information narrative that they're putting out and they're doing it. They've It's a very well thought through drumbeat here and and of course natalie's already shown you how they've already pre they've already bought this they, they you know they've already got the requisitions right. they've paid for it it's all there so we know what's going to happen how do we make sure we don't uh, you know don't go into the same cycle again right natalie has a very important piece of this puzzle because she showed that the money's already our taxpayer dollars already got allocated to the influencers, to the media, and to the institutions to buy COVID equipment, you know, whatever that is, and to message, presumably. So they 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 allocated the money before there's, you know, a real um, 
problem that is verifiable with a real disease. Uh, so she's she's absolutely right to point that out. And that's what this is all about, right? It's circulating the money, the taxpayer money, the uh, you know buying the injections money, the coercion money, the PPE money. It's it's all a shell game that they don't want to stop. Um, draining to the last drop before there's a new administration is really what it comes down to. What can people do? Well, we'll repost our model bill, um, the Five Freedoms Bill, so that if you're not one of those 33 states, you can lobby your legislators and, you know, Republicans listening, state legislators, I hope you see what a juicy piece of um, political capital this could be, you know, for you to run for re-election on. I saved your kids from being masked. Um, but you citizens need to lobby. You need to take this model bill and contact your representatives at the state level and lobby them. You know, get 50 of your neighbors, set up an appointment with the chief of staff, go meet with your representative. Don't take no for an answer. Um, the other thing is money. Uh, money talks and there has to be a, a massive boycott, a well-publicized boycott of every single hospital, um, university, store that uh, mandates masks or that um, goes along with vaccine mandates, which are surely coming back. Um, the, of course, lawsuits, you know, that we, we kept America partly free through a number of individuals uh, suing. Um, the HFDF uh, succeeded our lawyers, Scott Street and John Howard, succeeded in suing the Biden administration to take masks off of travelers and to um, stop the TSA from mandating masks on planes and trains. Last time around, that was a laborious, exhausting lawsuit. Biden appealed, right? No, I want to put the mask back on travelers and make more two-year-olds cry. Um, but that was a really important part. Those lawsuits across the country for mask mandates and against vaccine mandates were a huge part of how we rolled back this Leviathan next time. So basically, you know, it's battle time again, everyone. You know, you've taught me to stop whining. I'm very, I'm very much wanting to whine, but it's time to, 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 you know, gird no, no, our, our I tease you. back. Gerd, Gerd, you're hang on. You you dropped a bomb there, and, and by the way, I may run out of time to go through your study, and I want to do that tomorrow because this study deserves time to go through. But you just said vaccine mandates are surely coming. Oh yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean, what's unclear? You know, they they loved. I, you know, my 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 core theory, which is which I've proven that this injection, at least on Pfizer's side is manufactured in an MOU with the Chinese Communist Party. The IP belongs to China, transferred per SEC filing in 2021. China has 14 distributing plants in Western Europe and two in the United States. So this is a bioweapon. I've said it, I can't say it enough, it's a bioweapon. And we're at war. War is being waged against us. Um, as you know, I believe unrestricted warfare by, by China, by the World Economic Forum. Has Pfizer way. has Pfizer ever rebutted has Pfizer ever rebutted that, or do they just think don't take this wrong that you're just a gadfly? So they're not gonna you, you don't have enough stroke or enough traction to be uh, to be meaningful to them to their billions, so they just won't do it. Or, or have they ever responded or try to have the media come after you uh, in order to get a response that way? The media is after me. Um, there was a hit piece in Vanity Fair, and there's going to be a hit piece either this weekend or next weekend in the New York Times magazine. So there's 
plenty of ammunition being leveled, you know, at me and at Daily Clout um, to discredit us, but it hasn't been effective. And in terms of formal letters, uh, you know, cease and desist letters, uh, defamation lawsuit, crickets, nothing. And, you know, we've been showing how dangerous and deadly and criminal disinjection is for, uh, I believe, a year and a half now. Nothing. There, there are almost 80 reports that we've published. And, 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 and we got one we're going to do tomorrow. I'll get to this other report. But because is the reason because you've used their own information and what you guys are doing is just kind of presenting that to people of what their own records show? Well, I'm not Pfizer, but truth is a defense. Um, I mean, you have to prove that someone maliciously and wrongfully um, damaged someone's reputation to sue them for defamation. And you have to prove that someone's wrong in order to write a cease and desist letter, I believe. Um, so certainly, look, I had a really good education. <laughs> you know, I know how to make an argument, but I'm not the one writing these reports. Um, we have 3,500 of the most credentialed people, War Room Daily Cloud volunteers. Uh, they're the experts, right? The pathologists, radiologists, anesthesiologists, the biostatisticians, medical fraud investigators, the lab clinicians, biological scientists. They're the ones writing these reports. And so they're bulletproof and they go through an exhaustive vetting process and they link to the Pfizer documents. It's Pfizer's own words. I mean, I was just in a kind of Twitter fight yesterday with a pharma shill and he, he was, you know, calling me all sorts of names and and he's like, you know, show me the evidence. And I'm like, my friend, click on the links. It's linked in the report. And this was about babies dying in utero due to maternal exposure to the vaccine, Pfizer's words. Um, so that's pretty unanswerable. You know, we, we source, the, these experts source these reports to the Pfizer documents, Pfizer's hoisting itself with its own petard, as they say. It's, you know, it's Pfizer committing reputational suicide with Pfizer's own words. And some of these things, like, you know, the last report about, report 69 about babies, this is like a museum of horrors crafted and built by Pfizer that we're just showing the world. So there's literally a chart in report 69 that we link to. It's Pfizer's chart. These many babies have swelling of the flesh. These many babies are vomiting. These many babies are, uh, you know, feverish. These many babies have chills. All the way down from babies um, nursing from vaccinated moms. We, that's not an opinion piece. We didn't make that up. That's Pfizer's chart. So, yes, I think it's unanswerable material, and we went about it the right way. Naomi, just hang her for one second. I'm take a short break. I want to make sure everybody's got access to where to get the reports, how to get to Daily Clout, how to uh, support you guys, how to get all the information. Take a short break. I got Naomi Wolf. I got Caroline Wren. I've got Joe Allen. We're packed in the second half hour, but stick around in the world. As central banks and countries like China, India, Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. 
gold held tax-sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, gold held in your tax-sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. That's Bannon, 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property in equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth of average Americans net worth is in their home. And Home Title Lock helps you protect them. Home Title Lock puts a 24/7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat, a 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org, COVIDTaxRelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. 
That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Naomi, how do people, I'm going to work it out with you. We'll get you back on here hopefully tomorrow to go through this other, you've got another grisly report, but people need to know this. How do people get to Daily Cloud? I want everybody to go and immerse themselves in all the reports you've done to find out what you're doing at the state level. Because I will tell you, it's happening again. It's definitely happening again. You can see it. You can see out there, they're laying it down now with the mass mandates, these different universities. And and, uh, Naomi's right about the artificial intelligence is already starting to generate and starting to gather up all the articles. And as Naomi says, you're going to see the, they're going to call it the protocols this time. Uh, you're going to get the whole, you know, the information warfare about the boosters. It's all happening again. So people need to be armed. And I want to go to Daily Clap to get there. Where do they go, Naomi? Well, you know, I had hoped that these reports of ours were um, ancient history and less and less relevant. But sadly, they're more relevant than ever because, indeed, um, the last time around could have been a trial run and they can really ramp up. You know, if if it is a bioweapon, then the third and the fourth and the fifth injection uh, are really critical because that's when the rats die, right, after multiple injections. Um, so come to dailycloud.io. On a happier note, we can fight back. We can pass these bills in 50 states. Um, we need your help to do it. Uh, we'll post the uh, Five Freedoms Bill so you can pass that in your state. You, not me, not Steve, you have to pass it. We'll help you. Uh, we at Daily Cloud. And you can also find... Um, the Amy Kelly's all of her reports on Substack behind the FDA curtain, uh, and you can order the Pfizer book, War Room Daily Clout Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports on Amazon or right there on our website. Um, yeah. Please do help us as usual. Thank you. Amazing. As you as you told me, it's going to happen again. I thought they had proven themselves so unpopular, and there was such a revolt, not just by MAGA but by the American people. But you kept telling me. You wait, you just wait, Sorry. and it's happening again, and so quickly for the next season. They didn't even miss, miss the next flu season. No. Naomi Wolf, uh, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Daily Thanks. Clout, go there. She's got another brutal analysis of the mRNA, and we're going to hopefully, I'll work with her afterwards, get her on here tomorrow. You got to hear it. You got to, you got to, she has to walk you through this report. Um, I want to say one thing. Remember, one of the things that people are trying to do to make sure that stop giving money to people that hate you, there's this whole movement for a patriot economy, for an economy that is based up of entrepreneurs and companies that support your values and that people support them and get products and services they're happy with. Public SQ is the online uh, company that's done that. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you can go list your, your uh, product or service. It doesn't cost you anything. This is advertising supported. If you're a customer, uh, you can then go find products and services of people that support uh, your values and the values of the Judeo-Christian West. So make sure you go to publicsq.com today. Just go check it out. Immerse yourself in information. It's all free. But this is the building block of the Patriot economy. Okay. I got Caroline right, but I want to finish with her. Let's go and play the cold open to Joe. I've got to get into this aspect. Joe brought up the uh, the AI GPT uh, Jesus and Satan the other day, and it was the lead story on Drudge. It was near the Mac Daddy. I want to I go to Joe's cold open. Let's get Joe Allen in here. For Anne and Bill to have a conversation through our brain decoding to facilitate what we think 
would resemble a future use of an actual real-life application of the technology. The device is an electrocorticography grid, which is attached to a pedestal, which is screwed onto the participant's skull. And uh, it's the very first person to have this combination. I think you are wonderful. When Anne was 30 years old, she was playing volleyball with some friends and had a stroke, which led to the condition that she has now, which is locked-in syndrome. Hi, how are things going? Hi, Anne. Things are going fine. How are you feeling about the Blue Jays today? Anything is possible. Well, you're showing not a lot of confidence in that today, are you? <laughs> You're all right about that. I guess we'll see, won't we? My hope is that this is going to be just a stepping stone to many other things that can be done for people who have lost the ability to communicate to realize their full potential. Okay, the book is Dark Aeon. Uh, everybody needs to get this. This is the primer that could give you your sea legs, the still point in the turning world as this whole issue of transhumanism, and particularly its war against humanity, begins to take off. Uh, Joe Allen will lead you through the book. It's over 500 pages long. So you're getting a lot of book for the money. And I'm telling you, it's very accessible, but it is a great primer. It's like uh, you're going to college and you're getting your uh, textbook for the year. In the fall semester, this is the one you need. Uh, Joe, um, you know, we talked about AI having a role in 2024. A lot of people are saying, oh, it's just about deep fakes. And you heard Naomi in the last block saying, hey, a lot of this stuff that's coming up now, but the mask, you can see that the AI is basically generating the stories almost from what's happening around the country. And it looks like a critical mass. But what's deeper is what you're talking about, right? This, this whole thing, walk us through what we just saw. It looks pretty brutal, but that is the beginning of what we call enhanced homo sapien, man 2.0. Walk me through it. Steve, I, you know, it's not that we want to freak people out 24-7 uh, about the future, but I do think that the audience has a very good idea of the things coming down the pike, and we want to remind them that these changes are relentless. So this was a study. It was uh, published yesterday. The uh, experiments that you saw there were conducted in California, University of California, San Francisco. This is really the hub of brain-computer interface technologies. The study was led by Edward Chang. We've reported on his work before doing much the same thing. The real big difference here is you saw the integration with that avatar. Now, uh, I, many in the audience will probably say, well, what's wrong with that? Like a, a woman is locked in, isn't this a good thing? And I would say, absolutely, yes. Uh, you, you, I actually have two friends right now who had strokes in the last month and a half, two months, uh, I'm very sympathetic to the medical uses of this. But as we've covered continually, the people driving this, and especially those in the, the transhumanist movement and its adjacent uh, organizations, the World Economic Forum being the most prominent, perhaps, the goal is going from healing to enhancement. The goal is to move, to basically use these locked-in patients as lab rats for technologies that they hope to move out to the wider culture. And uh, people oftentimes too ask, well, artificial intelligence, uh, what, what difference does it make? Is it really doing anything? Because they see a lot of the overhyped uses of, say, chat GPT 
Um, I, I would say that the extremely fast advancement of large language models is incredible despite all the mistakes, but perhaps more important is the ability to decode the active, the workings of the brain and to make meaning of it. And that is a central role for artificial intelligence. No human being would be able to map that activity and translate the brain activity into useful or meaningful output. Um, uh, Logan, uh, if uh, Logan could play, there's just like a 30 second clip here if we have time. Um, but it, this is uh, taken from people's brains who listened to Pink Floyd's The Wall, and they were able to decode it. And I think that if uh, if we do have time, that, that it, just being able to hear it for yourself might actually show you how impactful this this development is. This what, was, what did we just hear there? What is that? This would have been completely impossible 10 years ago. What that was, was they, they took brain activity recorded from 29 epilepsy patients through implanted electrodes. Uh, some eight years later, they took that old data, knowing that each of those patients had been, they'd used Pink Floyd's The Wall uh, to map the, the activity in their brains. Uh, some, some seven, eight years later, they were able to decode that and translate that directly from the neural activity to the sound. So in the initial video, we see a woman whose brain activity, she is concentrating on words. She, she, they, they have mapped the location, quite literally, of words in her brain. In the second, they've mapped quite literally uh, the response of the brain to sound and able to translate it into, obviously it's murky, semi-meaningful sound, the importance of all this. Yeah. And it's, you know, I go into this in the book, uh, Nita Farahaney, who we've presented quite a bit, uh, she, she, she has really mapped out the uses of this. Uh, two of the big ones that I would like to alert the audience to, one, corporations mandating non-invasive brain-computer interfaces, which is already happening in China, and it's perhaps just around the wow. corner in, in more free Western okay. nations. The second is that get, these brain-computer interfaces yeah. are going to be the future of lie detection. They already use it in various, uh, especially in international uh, scenarios. They, they, this will be a, a real source of power for government to kind of <laughs> pierce into the brain. So these are the sorts of obvious negative effects. And as we saw with the pandemic, uh, the negative yeah. effects of these technologies are almost basically... Okay. So likely as to be inevitable. Go, go to Amazon.com. The book is Dark Aeon. Uh, Joe, thank you. We're going to have you back on tomorrow morning. Dark Aeon. I need everybody to go to Amazon before your company tries to have a brain chip implanted into you for your full employment. Joe, thank you very much. See you tomorrow. Joe Allen. Un unbelievable. Every day, another horror story. Uh, Caroline Wren, a horror story for uh, Rupert Murdoch. CBS is reporting Wait for it. Only 12.5 million people 
watched the debate last night. I think that's down from 20 million and 15. But that is a million. brutal number for how, it was 24 million and 15. Yep. Walk me through what this number means. You were there. Put it in perspective as we roll up to the pregame of President Trump actually being booked uh, for the crime of defending the Constitution, ma'am. Yeah, it was um, the the I guess viewership was way down, which we kind of, we expected that, right? I mean, why would I've talked to so many people today, and I said, "What do you think of the debate?" And they said, "Karen, I didn't watch it. Didn't want to talk to me about Tucker's interview, which is what I love to hear." I was kind of just baiting people, um, and so it's not shocking at all that this viewership was way down. And this was the first one too. This is where you think everyone tune in. Nobody's going to be watching the second one. Even less are going to be watching the third one. But also, we shouldn't even be having these. I mean, again, this is. A, it felt like we were watching a job interview where everyone knows an internal candidate's already going to get the job and so they're all just kind of like interviewing for a job that nobody's actually going to get so i what i worry about a little bit though is just the the time suck it has and the amount of earned media that was just a total waste watching them spend today you know all the murdoch outlets trying to act like ron DeSantis good a good job today i think you've shown today the cover of um the new york post just you know acting like this was a real like successful debate when it wasn't but there's also a lot of money wasted but but but, but hold but yeah. hold but hold, 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 hold hang on hang on they're, they're, but the pushing nikki haley the, the wall street journal the right. new york post fox the more fox and friends she had a magnificent time she was all we had right. don and kimberly on the first hour kimberly said i was ringside that just didn't happen what i mean it's obvious the murdoch's Tell me about the Murdochs keeping everybody, congressmen, other people out. They kept Don and Kimberly out of the spin room. What is that about? Of course they did. They don't want our voices heard at all. And um, also, you have to remember who was in that room. It's all RNC members and donors. And so I did look around a couple of times when people were booing Vivek. And I was sitting there thinking, OK, I agree with everything Vivek just said about Ukraine. And then I had to remind myself of who was actually in this audience. And there was that famous clip in the, one of the debates where President Trump just, you know, hammered Jeb Bush when uh, people were booing Trump when he was going up against Jeb Bush. And he said, yeah, that's because Jeb, all your donors and supporters are out there. That was the same sort of debate. And so but we we do need to take a step back and realize how alarming some of the things that Nikki Haley said last night were, and then just how hard our media is trying to shove it down our throat. She said that a win for Russia is a win for China, and that this is not a territorial dispute. This is a fight for freedom, and it's a fight the United States has to win. I'm thinking to myself, if you were going to say things like this and just basically demand that we go into a war on behalf of Ukraine with Russia in a proxy war against China. Can somebody define when? Like that would have actually been maybe a, a helpful thing to be talking about because there is no win. The only win here is for Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, and oh, remember Boeing, the company that Nikki Haley recruited to come to South Carolina when she was the governor and is probably extraordinarily closely tied to them. Those are the only people that win should we enter World War Three? The the world, the country loses. And the fact that I talked to so many people today who were just as alarmed as Nikki Haley's comments were about her comments and everyone else backing them up. They totally agree with Vivek. But the press is shoving this down our throats and acting like we are the crazy ones for thinking this. And you had Frank Luntz, you know, all over Twitter saying, oh, Nikki, that was the most brilliant foreign policy exchange. You had Megyn Kelly saying it, too. And it is sickening. And we have to be asking ourselves why. Like, why do they want us to enter this war this badly. Okay, uh, I need you. You've been sounding like a fire bell in the night. You're saying, hey, this thing is is the junior varsity sideshow. We're forgetting the main event. The main event's the general election, and the Democrats of these outside groups are running the tables. Give me a couple of minutes on that. 
the 168 members of the RNC were there. 50 of those members are state party chairs. And these are folks I got to know during the, um, the RNC battle and, and race we were trying to take over the chair. I am alarmed at they are so underfunded. They are, there's no strategy. I met with several of the swing state uh, party chairs. So you're talking about Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, Nevada, Arizona. None of them talk to each other. They have no direction from D.C. They have no money at all. Most of these state parties are broke, and a lot of it is not their fault. They were either they just took over as chair and were handed that, or a lot of them are having to be just led dry with legal bills that they're paying to help protect these folks that are being targeted by the government. But we cannot all wake up a year from now or even eight months from now after the general election and, and have no funding in our state parties. The RNC is less than $10 million cash on hand. That is alarming. The RNC at this time in August of 2019, they had $50 million cash on hand. They, it is anemic. And we are going to wake up after this primary, which is already over, by the way. But if we're going to wait until the convention happens in July, then we basically have three months to somehow raise like a billion dollars and spend it and get organized. We No, we don't have time. We need to focus on that now. We need to let this sideshow of the primary go. We should really even stop even debate. Like well, I, the fact that I even spend a second of my day talking about Asa Hutchinson is insane to me. We need to get the resources into Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, North Carolina, Nevada, Arizona. Every conversation that we have should revolve around those states right there. And we need to be reaching out and saying, what more can we be doing to help them? And we need to be strategizing and talking and working with our precinct captains. And that is where every second of our energy should go. Caroline, how do people follow you on social media now? Uh, President Trump, it's, uh, it, this is the start of this process. Um, we're going to turn it back over to uh, to the Lindale TV guys here in a second. Um, and by the way, we're going to follow Greg Kelly now. up on Getter. We will uh, do the president's first interview uh, post uh, this fiasco tonight with Greg Kelly. Uh, where do people go on social media to get you? They can go to at Caroline Wren. Caroline, I hope you learned your lesson. You won't go back. Uh, there, there'll be no, you will not go to California for the second debate, the second of the Keebler Elves. Oh, no. I wish I could. I love the Ronald Reagan Library, but it was taken over, unfortunately, by a bunch of uh, folks that I think Ronald Reagan would have been horrified to know. So uh, I have no desire to go to that mm -hmm. one. I don't plan to go to any of the further ones unless Carrie Lake is asked to go to do media. I will go anywhere she needs me to. But uh, that was a I felt like a, a big waste of, of time. Caroline Wren, thank you. Look forward to talking to you later tonight, ma'am. Thank you. Perfect. When you talk about Nikki Haley and they talk about all this happy talk about Ukraine and you see what happened with the BRICS yesterday and then tomorrow morning, we're going to open the show in Jackson Hole with the chairman of the Federal Reserve. I need everybody to go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you get the end of the dollar empire. This is about de-dollarization. This is about the destruction of our currency. This is about what happens to fiat money. It's quite complicated, but we try to make it accessible. You must understand this. To understand politics and power in the 21st century, you have to understand money. The way you understand money is go to Birch Gold, get our, get our uh, three-part series, The End of the Dollar Empire. Also, you can immerse yourself in information and ask Philip Patrick and the team, why are the central, every central bank except the Federal Reserve, why are they buying gold at record numbers in 2022 and 2023? What do these central bankers know? Well, tomorrow in Jackson Hole, Chairman Powell's going to make it all clear to us, and we're going to start the show there. We also got a all-star cast to join us. You're not going to miss it tomorrow. It's going to be geopolitics, finance, capital markets, and hey, maybe even a summary of what President Donald John Trump went through tonight. Okay, we're going to leave you with Battle Hymn of the Republic 
We will see you back here tomorrow morning. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon and check it out. Battle Hymn of the Republic to leave us tonight. Grapes of wrath the sword, he hath loosed the faithful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Fires of a hundred circling caps They have builded him an altar In the evening dews and damps I can read his righteous sentence By the dim and flaring lamps His day is marching on Glory, glory, hallelujah Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.